If you looked at the timestamp for this episode, you might have noticed that it is a little bit shorter, actually quite a bit shorter than all of our other episodes, and there is a reason for that, I promise. But in the meantime, I'm Maggie. And I'm Bree. And we are the Musical Mitten. Basically, what's going on right now is we are officially on hiatus, but we figured we'd open up a Google form and let you guys, our audience, ask us questions, getting some behind the scenes behind the show. So while this is not an official episode and we will be back to those official episodes in about another month here, you would still be hearing from us in the meantime. So we opened up that survey right around the end of November, beginning of December, and we did get a few responses from you all asking some questions. So without further ado, those questions from you so the first question from anonymous which is to the both of us is what does music mean to you oh my gosh that is such a deep question and this isn't fair because just so the audience knows maggie gets to look at these questions or i mean i guess we both could but i don't think about it because maggie's usually in charge of the email so she's looked at these questions before and this is hitting me for the first time genuinely in all fairness we both have access to the email we get notifications we were getting notifications when these responses were coming in. And it did not once occur to me that she wasn't looking at the responses like I was. <laughs> I use the email to set up like our social media and that's about the extent of it. Maggie uses the email for actual email purposes. So, it, you know, it's different. <laughs> this is what happens when you separate your social media from your communications. Yeah. It happens. So yes, for all transparency, I am the only one who has seen these questions up until this point. <laughs> so I've actually gotten a chance to think about them. All right, I'll wing it first, I guess. Um, for me, to be super cheesy and a little cliche, for me, music means life and language. That being because all my life, I grew up either listening to my mom practice like her DJing skills for playing on the radio someday. And I, I'm really embarrassingly dancing around my living room with my mom and just like watching the shadows of us dancing together was a very pivotal core memory for me apparently. <laughs> and I've always been a part of music, making it either through band or singing or making podcasts about Michigan music. So it's been a huge part of my life, my whole life. And then language because when words fail, when people speak different languages, music still has that ability to communicate across everybody in any sort of group. And I think that that's really beautiful. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> because, again, because I did have time to actually think about this, I was going back and forth between two different things. Um, first, the incredibly cheesy answer of love, but then I realized it was deeper than that, actually, and music is home for me. Oh, stop. That's really cute. Because, like, I also grew up music in the house all the time. I grew up going to concerts, so I associate music with how I grew up, music playing in the car, music playing at home. Um, the cheesy singing in the car is my fave. <laughs> like family who played musicians, always playing around me, myself growing up, playing music, singing, whatnot, like theater. And then growing up, becoming an adult and still associating music with home because I go back to my apartment at the end of the day. I go back home. I surround myself with music. I'm in the radio station. I'm home there surrounded by music. This podcast in itself became another part of my home, again, surrounding myself with music. And just every time I hear that sound, every time I can feel like a drum beat in my chest, like it's like my heartbeat, like that's home to me. You're so cute. Stop. 
See, this is why Maggie is my favorite co-host and only co-host because she has a way with words. It makes me so jealous because if I have time to think about it and I can write it down, sure, I, I can match it. But just off the cuff, like coming out and speaking, no, absolutely not. I need Maggie. <laughs> I didn't write anything down. No. I've got the question open. That's what I'm saying. Down. Like my ability to write is like the same as your ability to just say things. I have to like slow down and process before I can get it out right because otherwise I, you guys know I word vomit. But <laughs> you just like immediately have it. <laughs> so unfair. Sorry, I'll let you go. All right. So we have another question also from Anonymous for the both of us is what is our favorite aspect of working on the podcast? Ooh, definitely the people. I love getting to meet new people and talking to them and learning about or getting to share their stories and giving them a platform and just all around raising awareness for smaller bands that you guys might have missed because they end up becoming some of my favorite bands and I still listen to them on repeat. I really like that answer. Thanks. Because <laughs> I've been trying to think about mine and like, I think there's some part of it that, of your answer that ranks true for me too, but Absolutely. it's, it's, for me, it's the traveling. Ooh, yeah. I've loved the traveling. That's a good perk. Because like, we've been doing this for going on two and a half years now, almost three years. Mm -hmm. And I've loved talking to people, but it's different when you're sitting like in a Zoom meeting than if you're sitting in a venue. And so having the chance to go out and talk to people, and I know that I've traveled more than you have. Oh yeah. So maybe that's why <laughs> that's what I prefer. But I always feel like I connect better with people. I love looking at different venues, seeing mm -hmm. how the sound, how the sound kind of resonates, like those sorts of things. But yeah, I think the connection with people, particularly in person, has been one of my favorite things about working on this podcast. I love that. I think to add to yours, I like the spontaneity it kind of brings out, like that traveling side and being able to arrange things very last minute. I am a over-planner, over-thinker, over-everythinger. But because of this podcast, I've learned to let go of a lot of that control and just be spontaneous. And I think that's really cool. And getting to travel with you when we maybe planned it the day before in some cases. So it's it's been great. Also, full disclosure, we've been sorting out <laughs> schedules like mad today. It's, it's been intense. finals week. <laughs> it is finals week. And I'm we're probably driving to Fenton. Tomorrow. The day after we record this. <laughs> but absolutely. The spontaneity is a huge thing. Because I'm not a spontaneous person either. No. But there have been some times where we just, we need to jump. We do. And we do. We and need to. And so fun. we do. It's so fun. Honestly, the trip to Bay City was very unexpected. Like, we kind of planned it. But, like, it was unexpected. There have been more where I've traveled alone or like without you and like have gone with somebody else where where things happened so hot last minute that it felt spontaneous, even if it was something that I was prepared to do anyways, where it was like the day before I was like, okay, we're leaving at this time. We need to be here. We need to be here. This is where we're parking. Like sorting all of that out in like kind of losing track of the rest of my life just so, for this podcast. Is it bad that I'm kind of jealous because there was one whole time where I was going to get to travel somewhere and be like, hi, Maggie, I'm catching up on the trips without like solo trips. And they canceled that concert. I was so ready to go. I was so excited. I, I was hyped that. up to see the band. I was really excited about the band even and the openers and everything. And then they canceled the night before. The one time I finally stood a chance of catching up. <laughs> I was really jealous, too, because I wanted to see that band. And for yeah. whatever reason, I was going home. 
Oh, it was fall break. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It was fall break, and I wasn't going to be here. Because it was a Friday the 13th concert, I think. Back in October. It would have been so cool. It would have been so cool, and it got canceled. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, those are just, like, the little things and, like, getting to, again, connect with people through that spontaneity. No, it's been so much fun. Next question is, what has been your favorite memory over the years? Have you had time to think of your answer? Tiny bit, yeah. Okay, I'll let you go first. I have have two potential answers, and I'm going to go, oh, God. And now I don't know which one because I thought you were going to say one of them. Because, again, I thought you knew. No. Oh, okay. Um, No, I have no idea. Oh, interesting. <laughs> There's too many good memories to pick one. I will say I think that Bay City was a really good time, mm-hmm. but not the Bay City trip you're thinking of. Oh. It was the f- about, no, it would have been the week after. <laughs> I'm watching her face and it is so funny. She is one of the most expressive people I know and it's so entertaining to watch and I really do dislike the fact that sometimes we don't record these because you guys are really missing out oh i wish we had the space for a video camera set up because i know that my face is really expressive but i'm also like i'm trying to think because this was a this was season two this was season two. Oh gosh this was a while ago so <laughs> we've got some good ones from season one too mm-hmm. like radio days but there were two <laughs> specific things from season two that happened and they were both travel things one time i was alone one time i was with you okay and the time i was alone was when i got to go and see the exhibit opening for the michigan rock and roll legends hall of fame museum okay i did think you were gonna say that one i'm glad you did because that was spontaneous i found out about it i think the day before yeah you were already home for whatever break spring break yeah And, like, I'd known that it was going to be a thing, but I didn't know when. And I got a text, like, Friday night that, hey, this is happening at this time on Saturday. You should go. And I went. And it was standing room only. And I stood through an hour and a half long lecture before going up to see that museum exhibit. Oh, my gosh. And had the time of my life got to meet dr gary johnson who has been a huge influence on this podcast mm-hmm. and then also um was within five feet of one of the members of question mark and the mysterians but so that was one one memory for me and then the other was the concert up in holland dang it. yes that is the one i was like i got I it. Knew it i got it <laughs> No, that was the one because I'm like, we've done a lot of really crazy and big and cool things, but that concert was probably one of my favorite concerts. And it's just because of the energy that there was a particular couple who were, okay, setting the scene. There's like a stage, a small little area for standing. And then behind that is some like tables and chairs, which is where Mags and I were. And while we were sitting there and we were watching August, was it August or was it the Ragbirds at that time? I don't remember. Like, they were both performing that day. I can't remember which specific band was playing when it happened. But this really adorable couple had started just dancing in front of us, and they were having the time of their life, and gradually more of the audience, like the section that was standing, had noticed. And so everybody who was standing up had started dancing, and I can't dance to save my life. And to say that I actually wanted to in that moment, wished I could, is saying a lot because I get really nervous. (laughs) But it was just so sweet, and the energy was so perfect, and it was... One of my favorite concerts, I'm not going to lie. Like, that was a no. nice time. It's It was at the Park Theater, which is a really small 
um, venue and we were sitting at like tables, like restaurant mm-hmm. tables, basically. And we were we were kind of on the outer edge. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Like front row. Not quite ish. front, like kind of in the middle. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was picturing front, but like to the right. Yeah, it was definitely to the right. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was the old couple and there was also another older gentleman who was dancing by himself off to the side and yes! his energy. Stop, I forget. How could I forget? Because I remember making eye contact with him at one point because I was just so in awe. He was so sweet and everybody was taken by his energy. Like it was yeah. contagious. Because he was another one. He'd gone up pretty early on to start dancing. And I remember him like waving people waving us towards the oh dance floor. Oh my gosh, yes! Everyone who was seated, like, he's just trying to get their attention and encourage them to dance. Like, when I say I wanted to dance, I really did, but um, my insecurities get the best of me because I'm not a good dancer at all. Oh god, same. I have two left feet. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was the best time ever, I think. Like, we've had a lot of really wonderful experiences. We've gotten to meet some really wonderful people, but the energy of the crowd that night was probably my favorite. That or back in season four, it was actually in pre-production of season four, learning that we'd won that Michigan, that we were finalists for that Michigan um, Association of Broadcasters award. I feel like we need to brag about that more. And I'm just like. (laughs) I never remember. People have to remind me. It's so (laughs) weird. They're like, the award-winning podcast. I'm like, all right. We forgot we did that. (laughs) We did that. But I remember, because that was such a weird day, because I was in between classes when I got that email, and I got a text from, like, four different people. Same. (laughs) And I was like, what is going on? Because I wasn't, like, I I kept feeling my phone vibrating. I was like, nobody ever texts me this much. (laughs) Like, she says as if like eight people were just texting her before the recording of this episode. There just want to say <laughs> three people. We've got things going on <laughs> in my apartment right now. But at the time, like the only people who would have been texting me were like maybe two of my friends. But I got I was getting texts like my phone was buzzing in my pocket like constantly. And I was like, what is happening right now? Like, this is so weird. Like, why am I getting all of these notifications? And I'd like pulled out my phone and it wasn't one person. Like there were multiple people who had all texted me. And I was like, man, I really got to look at my phone. <laughs> and I pull out my phone and I look and like I'd had plans that day. Not after that. Absolutely not. Everything is done. And I remember we went out for ice cream that night and it was we just did. like this fun moment of celebration for us. And I hope that we get another moment like that because like I remember sprinting across campus to like – to talk to people because I was like so excited and it was just like this moment of oh my god we what we've it. been doing for <laughs> at that point a year and a half was like really paying off. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a good turning point for our podcast as well. Like we finally nailed down our format a bit more. We nailed down our audio preferences. Like everything was finally clicking together and like you said it just felt like all that work had paid off. Mm-hmm. And the ice cream. That was a good time. I love celebrating with you. <laughs> So we have one last question. This one is from the infamous Orion. Ooh, familiar name. So this is also directed at the both of us. And you're going to need to get ready for this. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Stevie Wonder is touring your area. By happenstance, you come across his crashed tour bus while walking down the street. Oh, wow. Stevie Wonder is the lone survivor. He's laying outside the bus unscathed, but it took all his strength to get out of the bus crash. 
He's starving for food, and the only places available are fast food joints. Knowing he's in critical condition for food and the wrong meal may kill him. (laughs) Sorry. Knowing he's in critical condition for food and the wrong meal may kill him, what fast food do you run and deliver to hopefully save the life of national treasure Stevie Wonder? (laughs) This is so specific. And, like, after having talked to Corey, uh, this is right on brand for him, and I appreciate it so much. I was going to say, Corey, if you're listening, please know that I was the one who saw this notification, (laughs) and I lost it. I was laughing Why did so you hard. Warn me. <laughs> I thought you knew. <laughs> um, I'm gonna sound bad because I don't really eat a lot of fast food. My partner is a cook, so I eat a lot of like homemade good stuff. But if I had to pick a fast food, I'm really into Qdoba right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also like I'm a picky eater. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I like that there's a big variety. Like, you can get whatever combination of things you like, and it's filling and cheap. Mm -hmm. Really cheap, but really filling. God, I've had Qdoba forever. So, if we're thinking, because I'm going to immediately say we nix Chick-fil-A, we nix McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Nix Burger King. They've got, like, the worst chicken ribs. They're soggy. (laughs) I feel like Wendy's could reasonably be on the docket. Okay, I can see Wendy's. There's some stuff from them that mm-hmm. I like. I, controversial, Nick Subway. Oh, yeah, I hate Subway. Mm-hmm. Culver's, potentially on the Culver's docket. is, like, number one for me right now. Okay, okay. What about, like, a Checkers or a Rally's? Ooh, I do have Rally's local, and their shakes are probably hands down the best. I don't usually get too much mm-hmm. else. Their shakes and their fries, because they have really good seasoned fries. Mm-hmm. And then Qdoba. Qdoba. <laughs> it's just so cheap and filling. And you can get whatever you like. I think you we probably have the strongest case. If we are saving Stevie Wonder's life, let's come back yes, to this. Yes, back away from like personal preferences and back to poor Stevie Wonder who is in need. If we are talking about the real national treasure of Stevie Wonder, Qdo is probably actually going to be our best option. Let's go. Because let's think about it. It's probably the healthiest. Yes, like, absolutely. It's like mostly rice and veggies. <laughs> rice, veggies. Um, you want to put it in a burrito. Fried chicken. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah decent food. Like decent food. Mm-hmm. Filling. Very filling and affordable. Exactly. And not bland. Not bland. That's a big one for me. <laughs> so I'm going to say Qdoba. Absolutely. With a close second going to Culver's. Real. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back with regular season content fairly soon, probably within the next couple of months. Just keep an eye out on our Instagram or on our website for those announcements. And we will absolutely let you know when we will be back. So without further ado, catch you later.